welcome to the EST1988 podcast. Um, I have a few guests on today with me. Um, I have my good friend Chef Tolu. How's it going? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? I'm good, man, good, man. We have uh, a deacon in the house, Benjamin. How are you doing? Good, man. I'm good, man. How's everything? Very well, thank you. Good, good, good. And we have a guest and our third guest, Tunde in the house hello everyone how's it going not too bad not too bad how about you yeah, i'm good man i'm good i'm good all blessed all blessed right today what we're gonna try mashing up is relationships um what does that mean to you guys in what in what context are we talking about relationships is it a romantic relationship or Romantic. Uh, a romantic relationship, okay. Okay, okay. good. Just to make it clear. <laughs> oh man, we're trying to give us a trick question. <laughs> no trick question here. You gotta check. You gotta make sure. <laughs> you gotta make sure. <laughs> <laughs> what does the relationship mean to you guys? Um, an intimate and bond between two people. I've got to make sure I say two people because, you know, you can have a man and a man in a relationship, a woman and a woman. And a man and a woman. Mm. Interesting. Which, which which one are you in? I'm in a. <laughs> I'm I'm the man, and my upper half is a woman. Thank God. <laughs> what are you then? What does the relationship mean to you then? Um. Yeah. For me as well, it's similar to um, what Tully just said. Um. So it's pretty much um between a man and a woman. Obviously, I am I am aware that there are different types of relationship, but I'm speaking mainly from um, a man and woman's perspective. Thanks for the thanks for the clarity, Bishop. And um, Tunde, same. No, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> um, I think for, it's basically what the guys have said. It's um man and woman, woman and man, woman and woman, as we know in this day and age, um, everyone's okay doing what they do. Uh, but yeah, it's just that um, two people together on a, on a journey, if you call it that, through life, I guess, um, is basically what it is. And, and, and working through all the different things that might come up as as you grow together. So it's fair to say for our viewers that are listening that you are all in a, is a monogamy, Relationship. It's the way forward. It's the only way forward. It's the only way we've ever been. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, for me, it's the only way. I don't know about Ben. I think he had something to say. I just said, is it though? That's the question. That's how I was saying. Is it the only way forward? I think when you say, is it though, can you be more specific in the question? <laughs> right. So, <laughs> just so. So the the comment was about monogamy, and you just said that that's that's the only one, that's the way it should be. And I'm asking the question: Is it really the only one, though? I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of different types of um, ways that people are comfortable. Um, I think, from my perspective, I'm just saying that's I'm, the one I'm comfortable with. Um, but I mean, are, are you saying different? Are you saying that you know? There are other types that you are a bit more comfortable in. Um, I'm not saying for me per se. Um, I'm just saying generally. So maybe I should make a disclaimer that when when I ask this kind of question, I'm not saying these are my views particularly. I'm just saying that these views are not the views are, of them. <laughs> yes, what I'm trying to say is basically there are there are other things out there that might work and we've just been i don't know we, we've just somehow we've made to believe this is the only thing that works but the things that we see currently in the relationship or in relationships or from other people's relationships tells us that maybe this is not the only way so i'm just asking that question for us to maybe consider if what we currently know or what you just said that the only way the only thing you see is monogamy if that's the only way forward because we should consider every other options isn't it or at least talk about them <laughs> I mean we can 
we could Go delve on. into the other options, I would say, and it would be good to sort of get some thought-provoking, um, uh, what's it called, ideas from people to see what people sort of think. I think, say for um, polygamy, for example, it sounds great on paper and it's good. Does it? Um, to, let me finish my sentence. <laughs> it sounds great on paper, and some people might say this is how you know men are primal and you're not supposed to be with one. Um, person your whole life look at the animal kingdom they just you know move around from partner to partner but mm. then when you look at the mental side of it and the stress that comes with that are we equipped to deal with it so i i think yes we can delve into the other parts and i think we should and, and talk about i guess what we could see what guys could see as the perks but in the same vein i'm looking at it from a perspective of People in monogamous um, relationships already have enough issues that they deal with. Imagine having two to now deal with. That might cause some headaches, wouldn't it? I hear you. I hear you. I just feel like, like as you said, like is it is it is it our is it our nature? Like, our, is what's our is our default nature to be more on the sway of poly, the polygamy poly, polygamy side, or is it monogamy? Because I feel like we're we're instinctively meant to be more polygamous is this guys or girls or uh oh that's a good question i think guys i would say everyone yeah i feel like it's discipline that kind of keeps us grounded or moral our moral compass uh, safe and not one that keeps us in check but without this would we, would we all be poly- into these multi different types of relationships Oh, that's more I, of a... I, yeah, yeah. I, I agree to, to that point you're making, Elliot. So, I think at some point, and this is just my again, it's just my opinion. I think mm. at some point, the social norm has become one man or one woman, right? Mm. But if you look at the dynamics of relationships, it seems to me, or it looks like, that is actually people fighting against their natural instinct which is not to be monogamous mm. um, and the and the the as at least from what i've seen the serial branching of um, playing away matches i would point out point that out as a so reason as, as, <laughs> as my reason for saying if we're meant to be monogamous why is it that so many relationships and i'm talking about it doesn't matter age race whatever people tend to always play away games hmm. maybe that person or maybe they haven't found the right person that they're willing to be faithful enough to because i see it as like if you're going to stay with one person you are sacrificing having polygamy you know what i mean so maybe that person hasn't found the right person or the person good enough for them to be able to stay faithful to them. Does that make sense? Yes, I, I, I agree to that. But again, that would that would prove the point that I'm trying to make that you are having to fight against your natural instinct by, mm. being, by sacrificing what you would normally do because you found somebody. And I would even go a step further and say even if you found somebody that you feel like you want to commit it to that point of not wanting to play outside or see somebody else mm. the only reason why and this is again just me saying this is because you've not found somebody else that tickles your fantasy to the point of where your natural instinct will kick back in does that make sense I know it does I, I, I'm, I'm gone explain that again yeah okay. break it down again so what I'm saying is, say A is the guy and meets a lady B, mm-hmm. but A's natural instinct is to have fun with C, D, E, right? But A has made B and, has, and said, because I want to sacrifice everything else for B, mm. I am saying the only reason why A would sacrifice that natural instinct to C, C, D, and E is because C, D, and E does not tickle A fantasy enough to want to break that break out of that thing that's made them sacrifice themselves to be. So I I have a challenge to that before you go further. 
because you're saying the naturalist instinct is it natural instinct or is it just the personality of that person because i've known a few guys that when they're in a relationship they are like fully focused on that person there's nothing else like that's it. it doesn't matter who comes around they are not getting distracted because that's just how they are that's how they are in relationships um natural instinct sort of hints that at the core this is what everybody would do but i think it's more around the personality of that person as to this is who that person is so yes they might be suppressing that part of them from a, a part of time like you said if they if they do actually meet the right person they might be suppressing it but is it natural instinct or just basically this is you and this is your personality and that's why you're behaving like that no again not, not you i'm just saying for the person yeah, yeah I, get, the person. I, I get what you mean yeah i get what you mean so um if you look at say the animal kingdom for example and mm-hmm. it is met the, the, there's a lot of things i said we humans we just like um developed animals right so we mm-hmm. so a lot of things that we do you can see exactly the same patterns in animals right mm. humans are the only ones that say that has this sort of like restriction one man one woman kind of thing if you look at they say they and i know a little bit like, oh i'm not i'm not a monkey i'm not this i'm not that but at the end of the day they have a lot of similarities to humans right mm. so obviously exception there's always an exception to the rule so when i'm generalizing and saying oh this is it's natural instinct you're always going to find somebody that would not have that. And I don't even believe they don't have it. I think they just do that suppression, right? So you're always going to find an exception to the rule. But again, going back to the point I made before, look at relationship from when you've been growing up, from adults, from people your same age, from younger people. What is it that makes people go outside of the relationship? This is, I'm talking about, forget again mm. forget race forget 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 gender because it's not just a man thing because a lot of people say oh man men go out and shit that's nonsense we now know that women cheat just as much as men do right so what yeah. is it that's in people do they think if it's not in their natural state if it's not something that's natural to them why is it so many cases of so many people that go outside of the relationship I'm gonna go back to your old point and my point of, I do think it's down to that person and how much they love the other person and if they're the right person. But I'm gonna like build on it a little bit. So you mentioned before about um, about A liking B enough to like suppress his feelings for C, D, E or whatever. Yeah. But I see it as like, yeah, his natural instinct might be to you know have fun with b c d and e but because he loves b so much he's willing to sacrifice like sacrifice that or suppress that to show his love for that person so i I look at in terms of like for example food everyone has different relationships with food i my natural instinct for the food i like is to eat, 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 eat all the time. And I could eat that same food, but that, let's say that food is McDonald's. Just yeah? food, though. Yeah. <laughs> just, just food. <laughs> McDonald's, yeah? Okay. <laughs> let's, say, let's, say that, let's say that food is McDonald's, yeah? Um, my natural instinct would be to eat it every single day, morning, day, and night, yeah? But because I've got love for myself and I've got discipline, I know this isn't good for me to eat it all the time so I try and stop myself from doing the things even though my natural instinct is to have it all the time I stop myself and I discipline myself and I sacrifice that good taste that I'll get from McDonald's and because I love myself I'll only have it like a little bit or I I might even say you know what it's not good for me at all I'm gonna stop having it so that's how I see it that makes sense Okay. I think, the, I think, I think, I think the, go on, Yes, I think that's a that's a good point, and I like that point. But um, if I may just add, just question something very quickly. So, how much of this is actually you sacrificing 
your taste for other food for McDonald's, how much of sacri- how much sacrifice are you giving for that compared to or are you are really sacrificing that or are you actually doing that because you know by not doing that there is a there is an a repercussion that would occur should you get caught by having actually trying something else so what i'm saying is yes you sacrifice and say i'm going to stick to this person because i love this person but would that be the case if if if, if you could do you it and not get caught not just get right, caught yeah. but if nah, not I... sorry one second not just get caught but if you knew that if you did it there's no no basically no 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 repercussion nothing would happen because the person you're with doesn't have an issue with it okay yeah no i, I get that um and i think that's why i mentioned love like if i going back to the mcdonald's analogy if i really love myself then i wouldn't eat it all the time if that makes sense like i wouldn't I wouldn't do that to my body even if let's say for example um let's go to a coke analogy like coca-cola not drugs coca-cola yeah um you can you can have if you really like coca-cola you can have full fat coke but then they brought out diet coke so this doesn't make you as fat but it's still got a lot of crap in it if that makes sense i don't know if my analogies making sense to you yeah go on go on so if you if you chose to have the full fat one you know you're gonna put on weight it's gonna higher your sugar and all this and all that so you you decide to then take the diet coke one but then that too might have the same good taste but then that too also has bad things in it so instead of going for the one where okay it's a little bit less I just stop it all together and just say, you know what, I love my body so much, I'm not going to divulge in eating, drinking or eating any of this, if that makes sense. It does, but again, my thing would be, from the analogy you just made, would be, it doesn't matter if it's fat, um, full fat cola or diet cola, if it was just cola that you could have tons and tons and tons, but you would not gain any any sugar problems okay. or fatty problems from it nothing no no repercussion from you drinking as much coke as you want would you st- would you know want to drink coke then so you know you could you could do it as much as you like nothing happens hmm. because because again you loving this person and saying yes i love you that's why i'm sacrificing all those things for you that's one part of it the other part of it is because you know if you then went out and did that there's a possibility of you losing that relationship right that in itself is making you subconsciously well i'm not just you i'm talking about people that say it's just one man and one woman i'm going to stick to this it's making you commit to that contract and say i'm going to do this because i know if i do go out it could lead to something else my thing what i'm saying is what if there's a situation where you you love one man one girl loves a guy and this girl knows that it doesn't matter if I see some next guy outside, my man still loves me. Would she then go outside and go at fun or would she just stay with and stick to one man? I mean, that's, uh, like yeah, I, that's I, 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 I believe I believe just the, just hearing like both sides, I think the, the bottom <laughs> is that we, we could all agree that we all have I think the bottom line is I think that everyone sacrifices quite a lot for something for love, you know, you could say love. You sacrifice something out of discipline or love, and I think that's what kind of gets. But we'll, we'll we'll touch on that another another time. But question: um, Who Ben? You're married, right? Benjamin. Sorry, I was on mute. Yes. Sorry, you're married, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, like how like how did you meet your missus? Good question. <laughs> right. We we actually met we met about. 12 years ago in uni mm-hmm. um, so she she was she was um, trying to learn German and obviously me being <laughs> the Dutch being the German being the German teacher that I am <laughs> I sort of like helped, helped I bit and that, that's how we met really we met in uni about 12 years ago yeah mm-hmm. 
Nice, nice, nice. So, so like, you obviously, what was like, what was the expectation on first date? Did you take, you took on first date, I assume? What was your expectation on that? Sorry, can you, can you just repeat that question, please? So like, obviously you took her on a first date, right? Yeah, yeah. What was, what was your expectation on that first date? Like, when did you know that this is someone that you want to, because I think there's, there's obviously a process that you go on a date, then you call someone your girlfriend, and etc. Yeah. So walk us through that. All right, so if my girlfriend, if my girlfriend, my missus listens to this, she's going to kill me. Because uh, at that point, there wasn't anything about, oh, I want to marry this girl. It was just a case of, I'm, I'm fresh in the country. I just want to like get to know people and, you know, you know, just like, trying my luck it wasn't at that point i wasn't thinking oh this is where i'm gonna be with my lifelong it was just a case of mm. you know f- fresh uni days let's see what's about and just have a chat so um our first date i think we actually went to the cinema um it's it's a kind of place we go every time to sort of like um and like, like an anniversary kind of thing so we went to the cinema yeah. i can remember she was she was mad late and i was vexing her because i've got like mad bad patients um, but as soon as she as soon as she turned off, all those anger just went like just it's softened. Like yeah, I'm telling you, it's softened. And then yeah, I did um, I did um, you know the 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 hand over thing where you kind of like raise up your arms and kind of like pull on her shoulder all of a sudden, and then like like I rested my chest, and I remember we had this um, this little Spider-Man kiss thing, you know, where you kind of like kiss kiss. I was sat this way, she was sat down this way, she had to like kiss her the other way around. Like, I, I don't know if you've seen that movie in Spider-Man. Yeah, I've seen that image. So yeah, that was, that was, it was quite cool actually. But again, like I said, at that point it was just a case of, you know, just testing the world to see how things go. It wasn't anything serious at that point, um, as you can imagine. Um, but as time progresses, that's that scene of the things and then, Obviously, it's that's in the future that was going to change, but that was in a year that took a while. Interesting. What well, well, about well, Tolu? You're in a you're in a relationship, right? Yeah. Uh, how, how you're fresh fresh in a relationship? <laughs> I'm a baby in a relationship, bro. <laughs> you're a baby in a relationship. How's how's the honeymoon period? In that? I think we've honeymoon period is three months, isn't it? We just got over the honeymoon period, so um, yeah. we're now into yeah. the the real the real stuff. Okay, how how you cope with that concern? Because honeymoon periods, there's a lot of touchy, and there's a lot of cuddling, but social distances and everything. How are you coping with all that? Um, yeah, it's um. Answer <laughs> <laughs> very carefully. Okay. Oh, Boris isn't listening. Are, are you distancing me? Not not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Listen. Ain't none of you lot gonna social distance in a honeymoon period. It's impossible. Impossible. So yeah, no, nah, I didn't. I didn't social distance at all. Okay. Nah, not a little bit. What are you learning from? Is this your first serious relationship? No, second. 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 Okay. Okay. So how how did you meet the missus? Um, she was actually first of all, she was like my sister's best friend, and mm-hmm. um, my older sister that is. And then she started coming to the home a lot more, and then she literally just became a part of the family. Um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pause you there. Why did you have to emphasize it with your older sister's best friend? Because like. People say younger sister. They don't know how young my sister is. I'm just making sure people okay. know it's older sister. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so part of the family. So you, you thought, I was just gonna say the same thing. So she thought she's part of the family, but they just make it official, yeah. Nah. So she's part of the family, and still, I didn't really like notice her like that until I think I started maturing, and then I started. The type of things I started looking for in a in a woman or someone that I wanted to be my life my life partner, I started realizing that she was displaying quite a few things. So um, when she would come over, sometimes like my sister would fall asleep or go upstairs. So we would have like long chats, and I think that's when 
the foundations were laid and I started really finding out about her and then um, I had a difficult period in my life and she was there for a lot of it so I realised yeah this is a girl that I really really like and uh, yeah there we are (laughs) there we are there we are. I can hear your smile. I can hear your smile. That's a I was just going to say, I was just going to say, that sounds like a goddamn Hollywood movie, mate. <laughs> I dropped bars when his sisters were asleep. <laughs> <laughs> dropped a fucking bar. <laughs> nah, what, 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 what are you from there? Like, you're obviously newlywed. Yeah, the word indeed. Still under a year, so still fresh. How's, how's that honeymoon period going? Because Newlywed has a different type of honeymoon period. Uh, I guess you could say that. I guess you could say that. Um, no kids yet, so it's just two of us in the house. And then obviously with social, uh, what's it called, with coronavirus, keeping us together um, for even longer. But yeah, it's, it's been good. <laughs> it's been good. Uh, <laughs> what can you do eh what can you do um, but yeah it's been, we uh, being married has been good um, I think it's, it started sinking in I'd say about two or three months after obviously you get married and you're living together but you don't really sort of understand the full meaning of of, of that until you're sort of one day you just realise this is actually life now you know you're man and wife and you're planning everything together and it's not just you and um trying to make decisions on your own anymore so get it that that's taking a bit of getting used to um as usual there's a a few back and forths in the house but that happens but yeah all in all i think it's been good so far um in terms of like i guess same question as you asked the guys how did we meet and things like that it's um in uni similar story to ben to be honest um yes um obviously um we'll, we both were in a similar like a large group of friends uh we knew some similar people but i think you i remember the first time um meeting uh, each other i think it was at someone's birthday meal actually and i was just like huh who's that um, and obviously going to have a chat, you know, getting to know her. Um, the usual, back then the tactics was set up a, a group meeting where everyone had to be at to, to sort of get around um, that person because it might be a bit difficult otherwise. So I remember setting up a, uh, what's it called, Ayamase challenge, which was basically cook Ayamase and get everyone to come around. But yeah, it was it's just little things like that and then obviously as you sort of start talking more um uh getting to know each other you pick up more things where you think "Mm, this these qualities in this person um that i think would i see and i find attractive and i'm looking for someone that i see in a long-term sort of a capacity so I thought, yeah, it was that. It was. I think it was organic, to be honest, in terms of how things sort of flowed, how things that happened um, wasn't forced. But yeah, here we are today, six years later. Just, just, just a question for, for the ones that are married. Just the one that are married. So, if your parent, so obviously you've met your missus, you're with your missus now, and you're dating, and you decided you want to pop this question, you want to pop the question of marriage what not to her um what's your what's your due diligence do you go and tell your do you go tell your parents this is what this is your plan and stuff to Neil Ben um I don't think I told my parents I think it was more of a just a given because like we've been together for so long um and they've seen her around and they know that mm. you've been together for a while. I think African parents so just sort of assume when you're at a certain age, they sort of just say, or assume that this is what's going to happen. So okay. I think it was, a, it was a known thing. Obviously, um, I had to go to the um, to the Mrs. Parents' house and sort of make that intention known. But to my parents, it wasn't more, it wasn't um, like an official sit down to say, oh, I'm going to go and 
do this or do that. But we, we sort of knew, and we've sort of had discussions around it. But there was it was nothing official. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, what about when you? When, what about when you? If you won't meet the parents and the and the dad goes, no. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he, he categorically says no. Well, I guess that's it, then, isn't it? <laughs> 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 what, what, what would be your what? What would what? What's the what's the actions you would take? Like, I'm just hypothetically, obviously, he didn't mm. say no. But if he said no, categorically, Rosemary cannot marry Tunde. That's it. I think I'd ask why, um, just to sort of understand where that no is coming yeah. from. And not, and not assume and see if it's something that we can rectify because yeah. um, it might be something that is easily um, achievable it might be something to, to do with tradition it might be something to do with a trait that he might not, not have liked or something like that in me and easily fixed uh, but I think the, the start of it will be to ask the why it won't be a case of no and then I just get up and walk out and be like well that's it then <laughs> I think it's got, you've got to have that conversation it might be as difficult as it is um, but yes, I think you just have to find out the why. And if it turns out that the why is something that is not agreeable, uh, because of the man, you still have to sort of have your principles and know yeah. that this is what I stand for. And if it's something that you can move on, you move on it. Um, if you can and it's fundamental to who you are, then I guess you just got to say, well, this is who I am. you got, you got to stick to your guns. In certain, certain situations, yeah, I think so. Burn, burn. What, 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 what would be your, or how, how, how did, or how did you process the whole? And I'm going to marry this person. What was your due diligence to that? Yeah, it was, it was a bit interesting on my side because, as you aware, my, my partner is, is Ghanaian, so okay. we had to, we had to have all that conversation about why <laughs> Ghanaian, why, why not your people, why this, why that. Um, mm-hmm. but, but that was, that wasn't something that. Now knowing what I know now, I can see it wasn't coming from a bad place. It was more like parents just wanting to be sure that their kid is making the right decisions and they're gonna be happy. So, but it wasn't as easy. It wasn't as easy back then because it was just a case of what do you mean? I mean, what's this got to do with where she comes from? And it was interesting because she was having similar conversation on our side as well. Why do you want to marry Nigerian and everything? But we we went past that very quickly because. I just pretty much said, you know, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. Don't know. There's no like conversation about, oh, why not this? Why not that? So it was just this one. So my parents were quickly sort of like fell in line. Um, but it was interesting because when I went over to Sharon's mom's house to sort of like inform her that I was going to be asking them Sharon to marry me, it was very interesting because apparently they had a in, in, I don't know if, but in the Ghanaian culture you couldn't so the whole thing about proposing bearing a, a proposal your engagement ring doesn't really fly like that you have to have done your traditional wedding before you can actually wear your ring so when I went okay. over to ask her she was like okay cool but we don't do it like that we do it this way um well, that was quickly. So when she said that, that was a bit taken back because from where I come from, we don't do that. You just propose to somebody and then you just do whatever you want to do afterwards. Yeah. Well, I think it, I think from what I gathered, the Ghanaian side, it was a bit different. So you just don't propose and then you start wearing your finger, your ring. You can only put a ring on your finger when you've actually done your traditional wedding. Just that is significantly more important. That's more significant in the cultural wise okay. for for Canadian people that even the white even the white wedding um, so it was about having that understanding talking about it before we then proceeded to do the traditional wedding but I must say when she said to me you can't do that now I left the place thinking what the hell was that <laughs> <laughs> you know hmm. I hear you I hear you on that so there's a, there's a I hope I hope Todd was listening the chef told him is listening so when his time <laughs> when his time comes <laughs> when your time comes be vital on that front right yeah. just a, just a question for Tolu what is like your your three categories in like 
the traits you look for in a woman, for instance, I, I wrote, I composed a list. Okay, huh. I composed a list. So you got to just name top three. Can you want to name mine now? Oh, did, are you going uh, to tell me? I want to name them. Okay, what's the most important? Is it there's trust, there's honesty, there's respect, communication, happiness, good sex. Cooking, religion. Okay, number one, I'm gonna say religion. Um, number two, I'm going to say communication. And number three, I'm gonna say trust. Yeah. Interesting. What about you, Tunde? Just gonna um, copy and paste what our friend Toller did there. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I agree with that. Um, religion, um, communication, key communication probably on par, the same level with religion if I'm honest as well. Cause it's so key. Um, yeah, and um, what was the last one? Trust. Yep, trust and lead. What about you, what about you Ben? Someone pick sex. <laughs> um, I, I I would go for communication, trust, and respect. Um, for me, I think just trying to as much as possible to to understand each other by having the communication, which is not an easy thing to do. You know, it's quite challenging. Um, but I feel like those are the those are the foundation of having a, a successful um, marriage. Um, the 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 religion one, I deliberately skipped that because I don't really think if if he had said God fearing or something, I probably would have considered it. But if it's just religion, then definitely no. I really... seen that as God fearing or someone like like is religious in terms of Christianity, like yeah, that's how I say. I mean, I'm not going not to get into the details of what was religion versus. Um, knowing God and things like that. I think under religion is all that's where I'm putting all of that knowing God God fearing and all of that being good Christian and stuff like that okay so that's, that's that makes sense that put it that way but um, yeah I asked yeah I think Ben you're just a bit low I think for me I think probably that communication is probably the as Tunda says probably the most key fundamental to any successful relationship I think you, the minute you can't communicate with each other, I think everything else kind of goes to shit <clears throat> on that front, even religion in itself. So I think that's probably fundamental, fundamentals to it. Um, let's see, just on a little segue, <clears throat> is like, I know two, two of you are, two of you are mar- married and stuff, but what compelled you to want to be married if that makes sense what 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 was like what was the destination why did you say yeah i want to get married was it more of like a a traditional thing or is it something that you've always wanted to kind of um fulfill if that makes sense um i think uh, for Um, me it's so i'll let ben go first go on all right so for me i think it's just so I, I wouldn't say I'm a marriage champion and say, oh, you have to get married to the dad. Not, not really. But I think um, to some certain extent, it is important because of some, what's the best way of putting this? It, it's, I wouldn't say because it's expected, but also because it's showing some sort of commitment to somebody to saying, you know, I'm going to be with you my lifelong, so I want to commit myself to you. Um, that's that's my reason. I don't I, I don't I don't believe that. It's, I don't think it's compulsory. So if you don't want to do it, mm. um, that's your choice. Um, but I I did it because I felt like it's something I wanted to do. But I would also understand if somebody said, you know, I like you, you like me, we're cool. Mm. Um, because sometimes I I feel like there is there is too much emphasis laid on the old marriage thing that blows it out of proportion and doesn't really help couples in terms of the challenges that, that lays ahead. It's always about this old 
oh let's get married let's do this celebration let's do that let's do this you know um and less emphasis or less time spent on actually talking about the things that are required to make a successful marriage um mm. so for me like i said it's more about just wanting to show an event and wanting to just um also i'm very important for my partner um so something i thought it was it was good but if he hadn't been the case i would have just been fine without doing it <laughs> Uh, Tunde, like, yep. what was your Tunde? What was your what was your reasons for wanting to get married? Sorry, I was on mute, speaking away then. Oh. Um, um, for me, my reason is more of a, I'd say, um, traditional, and also in terms of upbringing as well, and also um, coupled with being in love with the person I, I was with I am with as I was with being the person <laughs> in love with the person I'm with um, I think it's more of a I've always been the guy that wanted to get married um, I just my parents um, are married together and so that that's sort of like what I've grown up in um, and I I sort of see as I don't know I didn't have a plan per se but I always sort of knew that if I find a person that I see certain things and and that I genuinely love, then I don't have a problem with saying that I want to spend the rest of my life with this person. So that's always been my mentality. And from upbringing and um, from, again, we talked about what are the three main things in the relationship and religion being number one, um, that also there's um, scriptures in there that, you know, encourages you to to find a wife and um, get a family and things like that. So. I've always just been inclined that way, really. But again, all of that would not happen, and you can't follow that if you don't find the right person. And I think that's the key thing. Um, and once you know you find the right person, then there's nothing stopping you, really. But again, like Ben said, there are a lot of people that get married for the wrong reasons, um, and it doesn't work out. There are people that don't get married and are still together 40, 50 years after. So. Again, it comes down to what is it that makes things stick, and I think communication is probably the main one in that. No, um, Tolu, do, are you are you pro married marriage? Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm all for marriage. I think that's mainly down to my faith. Like, what, what does your faith tell you to do? That um, God doesn't really say anything other than a covenant between a man and a woman to get married. Um, there are different views on whether you need to get married in a church or whether you can just get married at home and stuff like that. But you need to just your marriage needs to be recognised in front of God. Um, so that's the first thing. I, I, I like that. I was going. I was going. I was going to jump jump into that. Uh, <laughs> so because we have this debate quite a lot. I think when you came when you came over to Denmark. So I have this. I have this theory and I'm a strong believer in this theory that if I basically if I, I have a girlfriend and I say and I sit in my lounge and I we sat on our knees we sat on our knees and we look together and say God we're man and we're man and woman we're married now I believe we're married totally on the at that time believe that you know it has to be you know someone has to kind of ordain the marriage and stuff and I was saying there is no biblical reference that tells you that you have to be ordained in marriage. It just says you leave your father's home when you find your wife. Period. And that. So Tolu, have you changed your stance on that, or are you still? I'm not not changed it. Not yet. Um, I won't lie. I've not researched it fully. I've done a bit of reading, and the only thing I can really find is just we use the Bible as a way of um, like reference and in the bible there are there are times where like there are ceremonies of marriages so i don't know whether that's i don't know whether you can call that like a law or a guideline to follow or whether that's just culture and culture's just been passed down from generation to generation so um i'm I'm still looking but i'm i'm not with you 
Interesting. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely touch on that another time. <laughs> definitely. We'll definitely touch on that another time. So, for my final um, uh, question for today, can a relationship ever be 50-50? Who, who, who sacrifices more, the man or the woman? <laughs> speak your mind. <laughs> um, now we are getting into the, the interesting part. Areas. <laughs> like, like, okay, but from my standpoint, I personally categorically believe that men sacrifice a lot and beyond. A lot and beyond in a relationship. And I don't know what it is. But I just believe men actually sacrifice a lot more than women. Um, isn't that isn't that what's meant to happen? Is it that the men meant to sacrifice more? <laughs> yeah. What do you what do you mean? Like? Uh, I think you got to play that. What do you mean? That the men is meant to sacrifice more. I don't, I don't know whether it, once again it's explain. culture. <laughs> I don't know whether it's it's culture and that's how I've been brought up. But I've always been brought up like. You always make sure the woman feels comfortable, and sometimes, in order to make someone feel comfortable, at times you may have to feel uncomfortable. Um, that's just how. I mean, like, okay, for example, my dad. I I always saw him like put himself in uncomfortable positions for my mom, but they had the like the happiest marriage going, and I can only go off what I've seen. If that makes sense. I've seen other marriages where they may not have been as successful and a lot of the times I, I won't always blame the man but a lot of the times it may be the man not <coughs> wanting to make the woman feel bend the knee the, yeah the bend the knee bend nope. the knee <laughs> what, 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 what I would <laughs> say though what I would say though to that Tolu is that I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I feel like guys, the things that guys take serious is not, I don't know what this, there are a lot of things that women take like really, really serious that a guy just looks at it as that's not really important. And if you feel that way about certain things, there's no need getting into a full-blown argument about it because you can just let it go, right? There's no need causing a scene, just be like, yeah, that's fine. And I guess you could see that as a sacrifice of like, this is what she wants to do I don't really care for it but I might I might not do it but just to keep the peace I'll carry on and do this at this point in time and I guess you could call that sacrificing mm. if that's what you're you're alluding to in terms of like you um, you sort of do things that you might not want to do in the time because your wife wants to do it and that keeps her happy but I also feel at the same time when there is something that is important to you you should not just roll over you should still say something um and make your voice known just how i i see it I'm and then that's like i do believe like you need to pick your battles because as a guy i feel like we we don't know whether this is even right but i just feel like we can't moan as much as females can i'm not saying that females moan but please don't, don't come and get me but guys <laughs> guys tend to not really complain as much as maybe females do um, and that's why I'm like 100% behind what Dundas says like you need to pick your battles certain things that you're just going to have to be like you know what it's cool you can have that but if there's something that will really tick you off then you need to say something um, Elliot could you just repeat but, that question again please okay, can a relationship between a man and a woman was, um, be, ever be 50-50 or does the man sacrifice a lot more? Okay, so 50-50 no. Does a man sacrifice more? Yes. Explain. So that's that's my answer to that. Very <laughs> short. Very short. Short and sweet. Yeah. Please sir. Why, why do you why do you feel no you need to elaborate why do you feel a man sacrifices more um so it's, it's based part of it is based on my again on my personal experience part of it is based on the things i've been from other people um and it's it's just the dynamics of the relationship so one of the things that we talked about was um 
it's just what what he's saying is just the way it's always been. So men have been taught to be this provider, while women have been taught to be, oh, you're the weaker sex and you have to um, sort of like be more submissive and you have to, you know, chill and let the man do stuff. And this myth has carried on for so many years that's then led to men thinking they have to be, um, they have to be seen as, as strong as the provider. I just see it as it's all wrong because there's some men that can be a provider. In that case, maybe the woman should be a provider, right? Um, so I'm not actually saying um, men should be one particular way, women should be one particular way. I'm saying if we're talking about 50-50, then it should be 50-50 every time. But that's not mm. the case, right? And I know of examples where if a man was doing well for himself and met a girl that wasn't doing so well of doing so well of herself, there would be no conversation about that guy being with that woman and then and then him just supporting the family together. That would be expected. If that was the other way around, where the woman is like the breadwinner and this guy has nothing or is not well off. There will be so many conversations about oh this guy's gonna you know it's gonna be suffering about this woman this woman's gonna play the boss there might even be conversations along the lines of why do you want to support this guy is it no you should find a guy that is more successful you find a guy that has more money and all this kind of stuff but the other way around it's very expected for everybody you know? so but for you, me we are just sorry just to stop you there do you, don't you feel that that's more of like a like more of a cultural um, aspects of things. Um, obviously, we're all Africans. We all come from we all come from a culture of the man being quote unquote man of the house kind of thing. So it's so it's very it's very in in the mindset of African culture. It's very um, on African for a man for woman to be quote unquote be the woman or or be the man of the house. If that makes sense. So do you think that that's more it's, of a cultural thing, or do you think that I apply it to all? It's not just a cultural thing because mm. yes, that is that is um, predominant in an African um, environment or culture. But I'm mm. very sure we are we are also aware of. I know you live you live in the Nordic, so I know the, the Nordic women are really um, independent mm. and things like that. You know, that's that's great. Yeah. But we live in England and we've seen cases. Of, such cases in England as well, where, uh, um, for example, a woman would would gladly stay home um, during maternity because it's expected that she stays home and the guy has to go to work. Um, yeah. Even when the woman, even when the woman might be any more than the man. A good example is uh, Tony Blair. When Tony Blair was prime minister, his wife was a lawyer. She was any more money, right? But Tony Blair ended up going to work and wife stayed at home. So it's not just a a, a cultural thing that's pertaining to just African. It might not be all yeah. over the world because even in Africa there's some there's some um, society where women are are more dominant than men. But but generally, it's expected of men to just do a bit more to just be um, you know. Like I said, just do a bit more than than a woman would do, and it's because of the way we've all been programmed to say women are weaker yeah. than men, women are this, but they're not because they, they, a lot of women that you know, especially in 2020, you know, feminism, human rights, equal pay, and all this kind of stuff. So I think, yeah. you know, I'm more for equality. If you say you're a man, if you say you're a woman, do your part, I do my part. I don't want to do small part because I'm a man, and you do this part with your woman. I don't know. I hear that. I hear that. I like, but I, I get. It. I don't. I don't. I, I don't think it's the case that we we are programmed to believe that women are weaker. I think we're just programmed to believe that we should be stronger. A woman could be strong, but I think we're just programmed to just be uh, to be that guy. If that makes sense. I don't think it's a case of. Uh, I don't think it's a case of weakness. I think it's just more of that. As you said, we have been programmed to believe that this is like there's a there's a way a man should act. And we've been programmed that this is the way that should act, and this is the way that women should be taken care of. 
you understand? Not so much act, but it's so much that the woman should be taken care of. And maybe, yeah, I guess, it, you know, just thinking about it, it could be just the case of that maybe it is indirectly thinking that they actually are weak, which they're not. And I'm putting out there, women are not weak, but just, you know, on, on that front. Yeah, it's totally, I agree with you. I, I don't think they are. I, I just feel like, because this thing has been said so many times, you know, a lot of people just be like, oh, yeah it is what it is but it's not because a lot of women can do stuff like my missus she's she's brilliant at doing DIY stuff I'm useless at it so if you're telling me because I'm a man I should be doing DIY stuff well I know clearly I cannot do it but mm. it's so true because I, I feel like yeah I feel like just, just just going in my head just thinking about like languages they use like be a gentleman just and like that obtains to like be be a carer be, be yeah. that guy it's interesting. It's interesting. Does anyone have totally you have anything to add to that? Um, I don't even. I I don't think I can argue with Ben's point. I think he's um, he's pretty pretty dead on with that. Yeah. So now I'm not not really got anything to add. All right. What are you Tunde? Yeah, same. I think it's 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 right. Um. What Ben has said, I can't really add more to that. Um, I think, yes, uh, the main thing is not to fit into the stereotypes um, because if we're trying to um, push this idea of equality, then there's a bit true equality and not just cherry pick when it suits. So, mm. yeah. The only thing I may, you know, add with oh. is like, see, I don't know whether the Bible does stick with the times of like culture and how it changed and stuff like that um but i know the bible does state categorically that a man is the head of the house so and saying what ben's saying um correct me if i'm wrong but you're saying that a woman could be head of the house potentially no i think ben is just saying that a woman could play her role equally okay to man. like i don't think i, I think I, and i think the head of the house has nothing to do with economics of it no no, no 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 and I, and I, I, yeah, I think, a lot less and still so and i think that's what it is i think like like uh, just correct me if i'm wrong i think ben's just saying that women can actually do what men can do in this in the society that we're in like we don't we shouldn't see them as like someone that, that needs to be um spoon fed but it's nice to it's nice to spoon feed our ladies or i'm just saying it's, we should, we should <laughs> We shouldn't see them. We shouldn't see them. We shouldn't see them as like some kind of they're they're enabled. To, they they can't do anything, and I think that's what it is. That we should just obviously do good and stuff like that. But yeah, like the Bible does say men are the head of the house as da 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 da. But I don't think it's talking economically. I think it's just the status of the status of the the home and stuff. So. Just to add to that thing about men should be the the head of the house thing, which I think okay. well, fine and good. Men is the head of the house, but I also want to see the woman as the neck, and the ne- and the head sits on the neck. So, <laughs> again, true. I'm going back to this whole equality thing. I don't believe in oh you should, because the the, the current thing I'm saying and and the reason why I feel so passionate about this is because I've spoken to people that like so that i used to have a colleague like 65 years old and this guy was telling me that look he's a, he's a massive united fan and he was saying to me i can't watch united games in my house and i'm like what do you mean have you not got sky he goes no he can't watch it because his wife would not let him watch it and this guy's been married for like 40 years he sacrificed right. <laughs> that's a big sacrifice yeah <laughs> yeah you know and these are the kind of things that i'm thinking wow what, what would make a man this old say, you know what, I can't do this in my house because my missus won't let me, you know. Mm. So this guy can say this thing and we can say, oh, that's funny, da da da. But imagine if a woman said, oh, I can't watch this, this because my husband categorically bans me even when he knows that I've been alive, you know. It would be madness, yeah. you know. But these are the kind of things where we just kind of like, like oh, you know, you're a guy, you should. And it reminds me of the podcast of one of our mates, um, Toby, where he was talking about black men's um, mental health. You know, there's so mm. many things where it's just like, oh yeah, you know what, we just get on with it. You know, you know, 
it's stronger than money, this or that. But yeah. if you look behind the surface, um, you can see that these issues also affect men in a, in, a, in a significant way. I mean, look at all this women movement and this. How many men movement do you see? How okay. many? How many? All you hear is the too many men in this in this corporate world is this is that. So therefore, we should support women more. I'm not saying that's wrong because if that's the case, we should find ways of balancing it out. It's, but there's a reason why there's so many things pushing all this women movement and while nobody's actually fighting the corner for men and I think that's the problem we're seeing like, in fact there's so many people that have talked about it. so right society that we live in currently favors women heavily over men and, they, and, they, and there's some examples for that I don't know if you guys like me to give you some examples so if you look yeah, at yeah. childcare stuff so if you look at say in a, in a diverse situation um child care arrangements um if you look at say abortion conversation so a guy gets his missus pregnant mm-hmm. he has no say about a pregnancy in fact i know that because when i've been to my missus to like scan i'm surprised that these people don't look at me they don't even talk to me like yeah. in fact sometimes they told me to to step out and I'm looking like mate I put the baby there what yeah. the hell but, but, but I think just, just uh, a part, I think they, they I read recently that they are changing that because a few men have actually come forward to kind of wanting the, um, to reevaluate that kind of program because men are feeling quite um, they, they're feeling quite strange in you know a place that they go with their missus to get like a baby yeah. scan and they're being like it's like, they're, it's like they're in the wrong place it's like they shouldn't be there because they're not being like looked at or being asked on how they feel about certain things and stuff. But I know that a few men actually have come forward to kind of say, you know, they're, they're creating a new movement on that front and stuff. It would, be, it would be great. It would be great because I find that extremely um, worrying that I go out with my missus to, to, to like risk and stuff and, you know, talk about the baby and everything. But nobody looks at me like, you know, they even would ask for our permission to, to share information while I'm there, you know. And, this are, and again, this is part of the, it's, it's not the, old, the only thing, but these are one of the things that I see. I say there's so many things that um, 2020 nowadays is a, is a, is a great place to be for, for, for men and there are several reasons, reasons for this, which I don't know if yeah. we have enough time. It's something we can discuss in a, in a different day. Yeah, definitely. Well, no, definitely. Like, like, I, like, I know there's been, I think there's been a slow uprise, but in terms of in comparison to women, I think women have just been uh, b- being allowed to freely be, be rabid with their kind of movements and stuff, which I'm all for equality, ladies. I'm not saying that you shouldn't have these movements and stuff. I'm just saying that there's been a in comparison you might say that the men you know have ran the world for x amount of years but yeah but lads um do you have any advice for future future guys like for instance do you have any advice for tolu within a three month Please. period yes. in his relationship all, all the give him give him your best advice you soon join the club <laughs> I'm here. Just, just, just make sure you can watch football games at home. Advice, advice would be to just, um, you know, just, just talk and know that there, there are many challenges along the way, and you just have to find ways of talking through them and making sure that one thing that I try to do is. Um, I always try to have a different argument every time, if possible. So I don't want to keep talking about why, the same why thing. Why is that? Mm-hmm. That sounded weird. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're trying to make a different argument. Wait, when you yeah, make this argument, what did they end in? Just uh... I don't understand. I don't understand what you where you think it is still. Oh, it's, like, it's just a simple question. <laughs> Basically, what I'm trying to say is that if you with somebody, even if you even if you're in a relationship with your uh, say um, two friends, for example, or even a father and a mother, or two different, you're always going to have something to 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 fight about, to argue about. You know, um, it's finding ways of 
communicating and then moving away from those things and trying to draw understand the root causes of that argument and then making sure that that particular thing doesn't repeat itself so you can have a new argument on something new but she didn't be the same thing over and over again because that's just gets to a point where it just becomes tiring so yeah so my advice for Tolu is you know live your life um, you know enjoy and then brace yourself for the journey ahead it's 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 a it's a sweet journey but it just has a lot of rocky stones along the way but it, it is definitely sweet yeah mm. uh, I'd say my, my, go on. Uh, I'll let you go on it's fine my, my, my advice is that I feel like like there is relationships are very hard like I think they're, they're the hardest work I think they're the hardest work but my advice is that I feel like it's always good to talk to like sometimes it's always good to ha- get advice from not too many people mm-hmm. keep, keep your advice circle very small at the same time you don't want too many people in your ears and stuff because ladies get advice 24 7 <laughs> 24 7 on how they move so i believe that in the when the time gets tough you should just be able to come to your friends very small group of friends and be able to just ask for advice and you don't have to take their um advice as viable it's always good to understand how they would cope with such such situations and stuff go on Tom. yeah i think mine is just patience um, you know, you can have, need a lot of it when I guess when you when you're on your own when you stay alone. Um, there's a lot of things that you take for granted when you're living with someone. It's a totally different ball game, um, and you can't argue about everything. I think you touched on it earlier as well in terms of pick your battles and things like that. Um, but yeah, you just need to have a lot of patience because there'll be a lot of situations where you just have to stay calm and. And let it run the course. And after you, you wonder why was Dave in an argument in the first place? Everything was, was okay. But if you blow up every single time, then that's yeah. it. There's, there's actually there's actually like a there's actually like a kind of like uh, picture I posted recently that you could be your missus could be angry with you, and you could be angry that she's angry at you. But you're gonna be you're gonna end up apologizing because she's angry at something that you're totally not in control of. If that makes sense, like they, you just find yourself, and sometimes it's always just good to just apologize. You might not even know what you're apologizing for, but just say, you know what, sorry, let's start again, kind of thing. So, but yeah, but yeah, good, good luck to Vol's in relationship, Vol's starting a relationship. Um, this is the EFT 1988 podcast. Uh, I'd like to thank Tunde, Ben, and Tulu for coming on. Uh, just uh, before we end, so Luke, do you want to talk about, because I know you've got a big cooking thing this weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, do you want to touch on that? So, with cooking on Saturday, I think literally mm-hmm. everyone's brought out the food, but like we do it every couple of weeks. Um, okay. So, if you're in the Manchester area, follow me on chef.tulu um, okay. and then see all the food that we have at, at our disposal. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. Good, 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 good. And just to just to add a little promo to this, um, just on the what Ben was talking about, the mental health podcast. It's called um, at um, Black Boy Magic, and it's um, the title is My Anxiety is Playing Tricks on Me. And I think they're on episode two. At the moment. It's, it's a good watch. Watch that. Uh, for, for yeah, it's quite good. For everyone to watch. Um, yeah, but again, once again, lads. Um, Thanks very much for turning up. Thanks for having us. Thanks, sir. Thanks for having us. It's been great. Thanks, man. <laughs>